Well, Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, this Christmas season. Hope you're excited. Is anybody excited that it's Christmas tomorrow? Yeah. Well, at this time, we're going to get ready to receive our tithes and offerings. So ushers, if you could please prepare for that. You know, I remember being a kid and uh, wanting to buy my mom a Christmas present. And I would always tell my mom as a kid, Mom, I'm going to get you a really awesome Christmas present. And so we'd go to the store and be like, Mom, you know what? I'm going to find you the best Christmas present. And then I'd go, um, can I have some money, though? Can, Mom, I can, I can borrow some money to, to, to buy your Christmas present. And so she would give me money. I'd go and I'd try and find the really, uh, the most awesomest thing I could find for her. And I remember Christmas morning, she'd open it and be like, oh, I love it. And I'd be like, yeah. And then as I got older, I realized, Mom, you actually bought your own Christmas present. And you know what's interesting is as I got older and I came to know Jesus, I realized this, that everything I have comes from him. Everything I have. And when I give him my tithes and my offerings, I'm actually just giving him back what he's already given to me. There's no Christmas present that I could ever give God that's going to outweigh the greatest Christmas gift that, he ever, that he's ever given us, and that's his son, Jesus. And what's so amazing is when I look at it, especially in the time of Christmas, we see that the greatest gift, he continues to give it to us. Not just for a season, but for eternity. Now, you might be visiting us for the very first time, and if that's you, we ask that you don't feel obligated to give tonight. Receive this Christmas Eve service. Maybe you're uh, visiting us from another church and we want to encourage you to give wherever you regularly attend church services. But if New Hope Church is where you call home, would you know that as we give unto the Lord, he's going to continue to give even after tomorrow night. And what he gives changes eternity. Would you bow your heads with me as we pray for our tithes and offerings tonight? Lord, we come before you, and Lord, we say Merry Christmas, Lord. It's, it's a time of year where everybody around the world is celebrating your birth. The greatest gift that we will ever receive is you. And so, Lord, t- tonight as we, as we celebrate, Lord, we come bringing our tithes, bringing our offerings, knowing that, Lord, it will never, ever outweigh everything you give us. And so, Lord, we do so. I mean... We give this knowing that you're going to use it and you're going you're gonna to take it to multiply and change people's lives. That's the greatest gift, Lord. You keep on giving. And so, Lord, I pray for everyone who gives tonight, Lord, that they would give of a cheerful heart knowing that what they do is we partner with you to reach people and change their eternities. Lord, we love you. We thank you so much. We thank you for this season we call Christmas. We thank you for all the gifts. But most of all, Lord, we thank you for the gift of your love, your hope, your peace, your joy, the gift of you. So, Lord, we love you. We thank you. May you bless this Christmas in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Hey, Rod, what you up to? How's it going? Not much, not much. I mean, you know, it's Christmas. I just want to get the decorations going. That's right. It's Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, my brother. Merry Christmas, my brother. Happy New Year, too. You know, every day's a holiday. When When it's it's just 
us too. <laughs> hey, Rod, you know what I usually do with the Christmas lights when they're all tangled up? Yeah, what's up? I usually uh, I, I plug it in first. Mm -hmm. That way you could tell if they're working. Yeah, I totally did that. Spend all the time. Untangling. Yeah, I hate it. I totally did that. You're like, the worst I'll, thing. I'll, I'll show like you. To untangle. It's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. I'll show you. Bam! Like, um, <laughs> I wasn't going to decorate anyway. It's just... <laughs> Fine. That's cool. Fine. Hey, listen, I've been asking everybody this question. Okay. So, uh, you mind if I ask you? Yeah, sure. Ask okay. away. Rodney, what do you want for Christmas this year? I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want food for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is food. Yeah, food for Christmas. Yes. That's what I want. You know, uh, I got a favorite Christmas food. You do? Can you guess what it is? Mm. Can you guess what it is? No. I can't. It's tacos! Oh, okay, because the sweater! Tacos! Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You know who makes the best tacos? Who? My wife. Okay. That's right. Yeah, my wife makes the best tacos. Okay, yeah. And, uh... So you really like tacos then? I, I really like it. I think they're the best gift ever given to the world. The best gift. Tacos. Tacos. There's never been a greater gift to the world You're right. than tacos. I'm sure of it. There's, I mean, tacos are the best thing I, I can think about in the whole world. Well, uh, we, there's Jesus. Jesus is the best gift that was given to the world. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's true, but yeah. we're talking about Christmas. Okay. okay. Food. Okay. okay. Food. All right. Where else in the world can you go have Christmas dinner and have Hawaiian food on the plate? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did you have Hawaiian food last year? <sighs> no. I, there was no Hawaiian food at my Christmas party last so, year. So, so last Christmas? Last Christmas, there was no Hawaiian food. No Hawaiian food. Last Christmas, there was no Lao Lao. Didn't even get one before the season was pow. This year, to save you some tears, I'll make you one Lao Lao special. Oh, bro, you would do that for me. I would do that. Lao Lao. Yes. Oh, bring it in. Yes. Oh, I love Lao Lao. I know how much you love Lao Lao. And tacos. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I love Christmas food. I love the Christmas outfits that people put on and wear. Really? Yeah. I never would have thought that. I, yeah, I wish I had more. Okay, Rod, well, I got to get going. I got to go help my wife with the dinner prep. I'll taco to you later. Suits. I got some lights I got to throw away. <laughs> Merry Christmas! What, what would you want for Christmas? I mean, if you think about it, normally people ask us what you want for Christmas, but if you, if you go throughout the years, the younger you are, the more honest you are. Because if you were to ask children what they want for Christmas, they will give you a list. Then as you get older, you're asking, what do you want for Christmas? It's like, well, you know, I just want the family to be together. I just want, you know, I want so-and-so to, you know, be friendlier. I, I just want, you know, this, uh, this person to be, you know, happy. I want our family to be happy. Like, as we get older, it's, 
I mean, maybe that is honesty. Maybe we do want our, our families to be happier. But Christmas time is a time where we, we understand about gifts. We understand about giving gifts. We understand about getting gifts. And we understand about relationships. Did you know that God looked at the world and he saw that our relationship with him was so far apart that he had to figure out, how am I going to bring you back to myself? Not like God didn't know what was happening, but God thought of the best way for us to have this relationship with him. Now, we may think that Christmas, although it'll come and go, that the season or the, the, the time that we celebrate and all the, you know, all the decorations that we have, we may think that, okay, that's, that goes up and then it comes down. And that may go away. But if we understand the true meaning of Christmas, that actually lasts throughout our entire lifetime. You know, you and I have the, the wonderful privilege and opportunity to, to have a relationship with God. And there are many people who may not have that relationship with Him. Tonight, I want to talk to us about the relationship God wanted. And that's the relationship with you and I. You and I have an unbelievable opportunity to have a relationship with God, the creator of the universe. Now, some of us already have a relationship with God. Maybe some of us are still trying to find our way to God. But part of the reason why we celebrate this season is because there are people that still have yet to come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. So we as a church, we celebrate in this kind of way so that hopefully people can find Christ. Now, you're going to find that in this world, you have great relationships, you have distant relationships, you have close relationships, and then you have relationships that you have no choice because they're just born in your family. I know for some of us, we're like, well, how come he's related to us? Like, how, how is he related to us? Or there are some people, they just want to be related to your family, and you're thinking, no, no, that's like Hanai. That's, that's not even blood relative, so that's not even close to our family. You, you'll find different types of relationships. And then you have certain relationships that will never die because of your close friendship with them. Close friendship. It's just that tight of a relationship that you support each other, you back each other up, you're always there for one another. The relationship that God wanted to have with us is that kind of relationship. He wanted a relationship with us in such a way that he wanted us to understand that he will always be, be there for us. He will always support us. He will always do his very best even though we give him our very worst. It's the relationship that God wanted. Someone said this, and it was in a car commercial. They said, those who give their best deserve the best. And I thought, who is the only person that gave their very best? Yeah, it was God. He gave us his very best. Now, we'll try and give each other the very best. We'll try to, to like, get a good gift for someone and, and do our very best. This is how Heidi did it this year. I would get package after package throughout the year up here at the church being delivered here, and it would just say like a store, and it would have Heidi's name. And it would be a package. I'm thinking, what is this? So I'll give it to Heidi. I said, Heidi, something came in for you. She goes, oh, yeah, it's the gift you bought me. I said, oh, you're going to love it then. And sure enough, she opens it up. It's like a T-shirt or something. She goes, oh, I love it. It's the best gift. I said, absolutely. And that was happening every so often. And then I was thinking, you know what I should do? Because she doesn't know it comes in. I should just like, accumulate these things 
and then wrap it one time and then give it to her for Christmas. But I, next year, I'll probably do that. But I, I do know this. Every gift that she got from me that I didn't know of was exactly what she wanted. I think that's how I'm going to do Christmas shopping every single year, right? Hey, that would be the best way, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just want to give the best gift possible to different people. Now, you've had probably the toughest time getting a gift for that someone who has everything, right? That person that you're trying to figure out, like, I don't even know what to get that person. What do I get them? Because it's, it's a tough gift to get. But you try to figure out something. You know, there are people in our world that even though God gave us his one and only son, still have that mentality that even though God gave us his very best, they may not even recognize that God did that. They might just be thinking, no, but my life is, my life is well, well off. I'm good. I, I don't need anything else. What, what more could I need? And God says this, even though you may have everything, the one thing that you lack is eternal life through my son. Because there's nothing we can do on this earth that will earn us eternal life. We can't earn God's salvation. We don't, we don't deserve anything. But God so loved us that he said, I want to spend eternity with you. Really? Yep. God wants to spend eternity with every single one of us. And he wants to spend eternity with us because he loves us. He even likes us. Did you know that? That God likes us and God wants to be with us. You know, when, when I was first starting to attend church, I, I would hear people say, I don't like going to church, or some people said, I like going to church. And so I had different people giving me mixed messages, and there were some people that said, I don't want to go to church because, you know, it's, it, there's only hypocrites at church. I said, what does that even mean? They said, no, they go to church and they behave well, but not on the outside. You should see them, like, down the beach. That's not how they are in church. And I'm thinking, nobody's like anything when they're in, like, a setting like this. Like, you're, you're not... You don't behave how you behave at home at work. I mean, if you're sitting down next to someone and you're doing your work with someone, you're not doing, you know, crazy stuff at work. And so I thought, what does that even mean? Because usually we use that term for church. Like, oh, I don't want to go to church because, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't seem, I want to seem like a hypocrite that if I go to church and then people see me on the outside, then they're going to be like, but you go to church. Yeah, I go to church. Well, how come you don't act like that? Well, you know, I'm not perfect. And then you get into a fight and then you don't go to church at all. So my thought was, but I don't do that with anything else. You know what is interesting? That I only said that about church, that I didn't want to go to church because of hypocrisy. I've never said that about bodyboarding. I've never said when someone said, hey, let go surf. No, nah, not that good. I don't let people see me when bodyboard and then I'm not that good, so I'm not going to go at all. It's like, I love surfing, so too bad if I get pounded. It's just how it is. I'm going to go to surf. And even golfing, if you're going to golf, like, I'm not a good golfer. I can hit the ball and then lose it, find another one, and keep playing. But I don't not play golf because I'm not good at it. I don't not go to church because I'm not well-behaved. I don't do certain things or be in a setting like this to match a certain behavior. I don't golf. I don't play basketball. I don't do these things because I'm good. I do these things because I love it. I enjoy it. 
The reason why I come to church is not because I'm good. It's not because I do good things. I come to church because I, I love him. I, I want to have this relationship with God. Now, do you need to be in church to have a relationship with God? Absolutely not. But I did learn this in my life, that being in church helped me to connect with God because I got to learn from the Bible. Now, I'm not saying that so you go to church. What I am saying is church and your relationship with God or any connection with God is never, ever, ever based on your behavior. God didn't love us because we behaved well. God didn't demonstrate his love for us when we were good. God loved us even though we weren't good, even in our evilness, even